You're now listening to Binge Brew Brain Podcast, the show that teaches simple neuroscience-based strategies to ending overeating, binge eating, emotional eating, and yo-yo dieting. I'm Natalia, your host, and I'm here to help you create wellness without the obsession. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Happy Thursday. In today's episode, we are going to talk about urge surfing. I'm going to share with you what's urge surfing, what its purpose. I will provide you useful metaphor and I'm going to also discuss step-by-step process on how to do it. So it's super important episode. However, I also believe that urge surfing is not for everybody. Not everybody who overcame binge eating had to learn this skill. No, not at all. So I also think that urge surfing is probably not for those of you who are underweight, who struggle with extreme hunger because you recover from anorexia. Maybe you struggle with restrictive eating. Maybe you have hypothalamic amenorrhea. So probably you don't have to learn urge surfing because you just have to like let go of the food rules and you have to start eating more. But that's a topic for another episode. (laughs) I've heard other binge eating recovery coaches saying that urge surfing is like a surface level healing from binge eating because it doesn't target, you know, the deeper issues. But I want to explain why I believe that uh, right now this episode is very, very necessary. So, of course, we know that rewiring your brain, it takes time. You need to address those thoughts, feelings, beliefs you have about your t- uh, yourself. But we have no time for that because Christmas is coming. And I know that during the Christmas time and between Thanksgiving, Christmas and New Year's, this is the time when people with binge eating disorder really struggle a lot. So I want to provide you with this one tool that will be very uh, useful for you. And it's just one tool in your toolbox. Because I believe that overcoming binge eating is like peeling an onion. There are so many levels. And of course, urge surfing, it just focuses on the behavior. So we are trying to target surface level behavior. And what is deeper is again, your thoughts, your core beliefs, how you process feelings, your body image issues, maybe even childhood traumas. And those kind of things are done maybe during the session. And those kind of things take time. But today I want to provide you with this one tool that if you learn it, if you, you know, get a gist of it, it will help you to survive Christmas without major overeating. I also believe that urge surfing is just very useful tool, not only for people struggling with binge eating disorder, also in your day-to-day life. It really helps because it's a mindfulness-based technique. So it's not just sitting in discomfort, but um, urge surfing, it allows you to refer differently to your experience. You can get in touch with sensations in your body and see that and see see how your mind is freaking out but you can distance yourself from that experience and you can look at it without judgment okay so what exactly is urge surfing so urge surfing is this imaginary technique that can be used to avoid acting on any behavior that you want to reduce or stop. So as I said it's a mindfulness technique in other words you use it 
to gain control over your impulses. So it can be used with smoking, overeating, binge eating, substance use, spending, uh, lashing out at someone or even scrolling through social media. I want to emphasize that I know that overcoming habits like those, it requires usually way more steps than just gaining control over your impulses. But learning urge surfing can help you in preventing lapses and relapses as well. I would like to provide you with some facts about urges, but I did all of that in one of my previous episodes, which is called uh, Urges to Binge. Actually, I did two episodes. So one episode was just facts about urges and another episode was where I answered your questions. But I came across new information, so I would like to add something to to that episode, (laughs) we could say. So I found out something about so-called 90 second rule. So according to the Harvard uh, brain scientist, Dr. Jill Bolt-Taylor, each emotion lasts 90 seconds. That's why it's called like 90 second rule. What does it mean? Well, when you are feeling an unwanted emotion, the physiological reaction of that emotion caused by the fault only lasts up to 90 seconds. But but if unwanted emotion lasts longer than 90 seconds, it's probably because um, those feelings are, are a product of your own thinking. Perhaps you repetitively think thoughts that drive that emotion and therefore you keep that, um, that emotional and physiological reactions alive. I've heard other health professionals saying that urges to binge usually do not last more than 30 minutes, as long as you do not do something to feed their power, which is interesting because um, in the light of this new fact I I just told you, I think that during this 30 minutes, we may actually experience a couple of, of urges. It's not just one long urge, but those are couple of urges and they do come in waves. So that's why we have to talk about urge surfing. But I also told you something important that if the feeling lasts longer, it usually means that you are thinking about something and you feed into those urges. So the question is, how do you feed into those urges? Well, by ruminating, by giving them attention, by planning to fulfill them, by justifying um, you know, doing them, reaching out for food, for example, or also by suppressing your thoughts. Because we know that when you are fighting urges, they often become become more powerful because urges will pass on their own if you allow them to. I want to answer one more important question, which is what's the purpose of urge surfing? Well, first of all, it reminds you that you have a choice. Urge surfing is this empowering tool because it trains you to stay mindful of your urges and impulses. Secondly, it reminds you that your thoughts create your actions. Without the initial thought, you probably wouldn't have an urge to eat. If you ruminate on an urge, it will likely grow. Also, urge surfing teaches you how to detach yourself from your experience. 
With urge surfing, you can learn to experience the urges in a new way and you learn how to write them out until they subside. You need to remember that urges pass by themselves, that you can't get rid of them. You can only practice ways to accept them and write them out without giving into them. Another purpose of urge surfing is for you to replace fear with curiosity. Till now, any time you got an urge to binge, you had a fearful wish for that craving to go away. When you practice urge surfing, you can see that those cravings, they change, they crest uh, and they subside like waves in the ocean. In that way, urges to binge become more manageable. Right now, I would like to use this metaphor of water to to help you understand this this concept. So I want you to think of an urge like the waves uh, on a beach. They form, they crest, they break, then they retreat back into the ocean. Ocean waves are small when they start, they will grow in size, and then they will break up and dissipate. So the surfers, they have to trust that the wave will eventually get smaller and it will reach the, the shore, even, even when the waves feel, feel large and overwhelming. So cravings are exactly the same. They build up in intensity before peaking and then they subside. When you have a craving, it can feel like the intensity will never stop building, but it isn't true. You can ride this wave by using the breath as kind of like a surfboard until the urge passes. But when instead of surfing the urge, you decide to fight it, it will feel like you are trying to block a waterfall. You are just standing there being overwhelmed by the water. What you could do is you could step behind the waterfall and watch the water, meaning water, you know, cravings, impulses, urges. Uh, as they just fall down. Now it's time for the most important part of today's episode. So please pay attention. And now I will give you a step-by-step guide on how to urge surf. So what you do is you start by practicing mindfulness. You can start by watching your breath. You don't try to alter it. Just let the breath breathe itself. (laughs) Does this make sense? (laughs) And while you're breathing, just notice your thoughts without judging, without feeding or fighting with your thoughts. Just gently bring attention back to your breath if you feel like you are focusing too much on your thoughts. And I bet that you feel that urge as a sensation in your body. So I want you to notice the urge as it affects your body. I want you to identify the physical sensations in your body. Where do you feel that urge? Focus your attention on the area of your body where you can feel the physical sensations associated with that urge. And it would be great if you would be able to, uh, to, to describe them. Where is the sensation located? Uh, What are the sensation's exact borders? Are the borders well-defined or maybe they are fuzzy? Uh, Is this sensation feel... uh, Does this sensation feel tight or loose? Um, Does it have a temperature? Does it have a color? Does it have a shape? 
How do these qualities change with each breath? At this point, I believe that you're going to find yourself switching between describing sensations in your body and then breathing and then focusing on breathing. So after noticing your breathing, you can gradually refocus on the body part that has been affected by the urge. When you find your mind turning to thoughts, notice the thoughts and come back to the physical sensations of an urge. If you feel the urge manifesting itself into thoughts, just work on focusing on the feeling rather than thinking about it. And if you get caught up in your thoughts, just remember that in mindfulness meditation, when your mind starts to wander, you always need to come back to your anchor. The most commonly used anchor is your breath. Because you are always breathing and the sensation of breath is easy to access. So it's totally okay to go back and forth between noticing the sensation and the breathing. And just remember that these thoughts you may have, these are just thoughts. So gently bring your attention back to your breath and back to bodily sensations. If possible, just stay curious and present. Be curious about what occurs and notice changes over time. You can try to replace the fearful wish that the urge will go away with interest in the experience. And you know what? Maybe at this point, you can already notice changes in the intensity or or size of this urge. And maybe you are ready to get up and just continue with your day without acting on that urge but maybe maybe in the moments like this maybe you feel like this is all bullshit that you need to get up that you want to reach out for food in this moment you can use this metaphor discussed earlier uh, to imagine the process of riding out um, that that wave that urge just visualize your urge as a wave and stay with that uh, visualization What is interesting is that this technique is also used in pain management and also during childbirth. So many women would be advised to visualize their pain as this wave. Because the the most interesting fact is that perception of pain is processed by the brain. And it's possible to modulate the intensity of the pain by using your mind. So, and your mind is your thoughts and emotions. And I think that it's kind of crazy. So using mental imagery to deal with pain is something that is extensively studied. Maybe you also heard about the uh, Ramachandran's uh, famous mirror treatment of phantom limb pain. So yes, uh, this experiment with the mirror, it alleviates phantom limb pain. But of course, in today's episode, we are not talking about pain management. But I want to just, you know, say that if people can manage chronic pain by riding the wave of pain, you can try it too. You can, you may notice that the urge just crests and subsides like waves in the ocean. In this way, it becomes way more manageable. And while watching the waves, you can come up with some statements that will help you to stay in the experience. Something like, the shell to pass, only for today. I can write this out. I will get through this. I can do the hard things. This thought is optional. And that's it, guys. You can finish once you feel ready 
and you can go about your day. So in the nutshell, earth surfing is all about it's all about breathing. It's all about noticing and identifying the physical sensations in your body. It's all about visualizing your craving as as this wave and just staying in your body, observing, staying mindful and not uh, feeding into your thoughts. At the end, I would like to share with you three tips for success. So first of all, try to only serve one urge at the time. Changes require lots of energy. They are demanding. They And I know that you are busy. You have lots on your plate. You might have been already depleted after a hard day at work. So it's possible that you have very limited capacity for self-regulation at any one time. The less mental resources you have, the less effective earth surfing will be. You probably won't be able to, to surf an urge for like an hour. Which brings me to the second tip I have for you, which is take care of yourself so that you have those mental resources to combat eating disorder voice. There are lots of activities that fill up your cup and reduce your vulnerability to action uh, to, uh, to take action on an eating disorder voice. Take some breaks during the day, eat regularly, adequate amount of food, uh, sleep long enough, just take care of your basic needs. Another tip I have for you is allow yourself to make mistakes. Prizing yourself for trying, even if you don't have success, will help you to stay motivated in order to continue working towards your goal. And at the beginning, the goal of earth surfing is to do earth surfing. That's it. The goal isn't to stop binge eating. First, practice it a couple of times, get a gist of it, and then you may try to use it to avoid binge eating. You know what? Actually, start practicing with other urges. I know that if you've been struggling with binge eating for a very long time, it's a very hardwired habit, so it might be hard for you. So start with other urges. Urges to angrily respond to a text message. Urges to check your email every 14 minutes. (laughs) Urge to call for Uber Eats. Start with urges that are easier for you to control them. Okay, I hope that today's episode cleared out for you what earth surfing is and how to do it. If you have any questions, just message me on social media. I would also like to remind you that a couple of episodes ago, I also announced that I do have that meditation for urges. So if you would like to get it, just uh, again, just message me on social media that you would like to get a link to this uh, meditation for urges. And I'm going to send you a link to private YouTube video. And of course, if you find this podcast helpful, I would really appreciate if you would leave a review on iTunes. Thank you so much for listening today and see you in the next episode. Bye! If you enjoyed today's episode and you would like to stay in touch with me, make sure to follow Pinchproof Brain on Instagram. And if you are ready to take this material to the next level and apply what you've learned, then go ahead and submit your application for my Pinchproof Brain coaching program. Thank you so much for joining me today and have a great day.